In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You are advised that any view expressed by the host or their guest are not necessarily the views of the owners or management of Toginet Radio, Togi Entertainment, or the Owners Group, Inc. It's time for Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi. Everyone has learned lessons in life during their lifetime. Some good, some bad. But from everyone, there has been something learned. And now it's time to share that knowledge. It's called Paying It Forward. Here, these lessons learned are then paid forward to you. With you paying it forward too. Josephine put her professional career on hold after the birth of her first child and turned her attention to being a full-time mother. Well, three kids later, Josephine started her own company, MyMomKnowsBest.com and Glovies, but was dismayed by a lack of information that people would share to help entrepreneurs be successful. That's where Paying It Forward was born. This is Paying It Forward on Drugginet.com. And now, here's your host, Josephine Jirasi. Hi, I'd like to welcome everyone to Paying It Forward this morning. Today's guest is Marla Tabaka, and we will be discussing the many stumbling blocks and challenges that women in business face and some ideas and resources that can be used to solve these challenges. So Marla is a fascinating fascinating guest. Um, Marla is actually known as the Million Dollar Mindset Coach. She works with entrepreneurs all over the world, helping them to take their life and business to the next levels. Marla runs a thriving coaching practice and is also a success coach for the nationally known organization, Count Me In for Women's Economic Independence. She spent years coaching and inspiring women business owners to grow their annual revenues to $1 million and beyond and create a happy and balanced life in the meantime. She is also a weekly author for Inc. Magazine Online. Marla believes that with the right mindset, you can create a million-dollar mindset. So I'd like to take this opportunity to introduce Marla to you. Marla, how are you doing over there? Hi, Josephine. I'm doing just (laughs) great today. Thank you for inviting me here. I'm so excited to be amongst your first guests on Paying It Forward. What an honor. Well, thank you for for being my guest, Marla. You know, I believe in you so much, and I know that between the two of us, we've got a lot of information to give our audience today, and we want to share our knowledge with all of our experiences, and hopefully we can encourage some other, you know, entrepreneurs out there to learn something from us today. So, I hope so. Um, I think between the two of us, Josephine, we could talk for hours, couldn't we? <laughs> I know. This is going to be exciting. So, Marla, um, I've just introduced you, and I would love for you to share your story. You have such a magnificent story. It reminds me so much of Oprah. So, um, let's let's take it from there. Let's start telling our audience all about, you know, your background and how you got into your business and where you are today. Oh, it's always so awkward to talk about yourself in situations like this, but <laughs> what's fun? Thanks for the opportunity, Josephine. Um, you know, where, where did it all start? I have to tell you that, you know, I had kind of a rough upbringing, an, an awkward childhood to say the best, and, uh, you know, so I didn't necessarily have a lot of role models or or anything like that as a child. 
but I think that's what made me really strong. And as I grew into young adulthood, I, I realized that all I really wanted was a, a normal life, you know, that house in the suburbs and the great husband and mm-hmm. a dog or two or what have you, and, and I got that. And I, I was so blessed to have that and uh, thought life that, you know, was going pretty well, but was kind of thrown a loop, you know, when uh, on our first wedding anniversary and our children were eight months old. My husband uh, came home with the news that he was HIV positive. Wow. That must have been devastating, Marla. You know, yeah, yeah, it really was. Because what happens, this was back in the days when AIDS was, was first becoming known as the, the killer disease that it was. And it, it, my kids were eight months old. And obviously, my husband and I had had unprotected sex for years. And so what did that mean? That meant that... You know, this this killing diagnosis was probably passed on to to me and my children, and it was devastating. But um, it, you know, some some path of miracle happened, and we were all uh, spared. The children, the two children, and myself, my two daughters, and my husband did live a, a healthy life for eight more years, almost eight more years, seven, I guess. Um, and so that was such a blessing. But, you know, you do. You live with that, knowing that you've got this disease hanging over you that can be passed along in a heartbeat to yourself or your children, and um, knowing that you'll be raising your children alone. And so I think that, you know, that obviously really did make me a strong person because I had to turn, into, I had to, turn to resources, both external and internal resources, to, to make it through that. And... Um, you know, so that's kind of where it all started. When my husband passed away, I really, really began to explore my spiritual path more deeply. Yeah, and I think, um, Marla, it's kind of unique in that we both had experienced the loss of um, of a spouse. And I just kind of look back on that time just like you did where it was a very sad time when they went from diagnosis to the actual death. But I look back at those days, and some of them were the best days of my life. And I think that way deep, deep down inside of us, everybody somehow has an internal strength that is much deeper than we as individuals ever realize. And I think that that is what makes us the strong, strong people today. And like, like you, we, we both, you and I both had a choice where we could have just pulled that cover right over our head and said, oh my gosh, I'm not even getting out of bed today. But uh, you were in a situation where you had children and you had to just forge ahead. And, you know, when you lose a spouse, it's like, holy mackerel, what's going on here? Who's going to pay the bills? And it gets a little scary. And you know what? That's when you just got to pick yourself up and say, you know what? There's the rest of my life I have to live and we have to go forward. And it's amazing that how that internal personal strength that we've gained from our personal experiences are able to help us go forward with even our businesses because being an entrepreneur as you know has its ups and downs and you just have to have a strong inside 
to deal with it on a daily basis. So that's my experience as far as I look back at that time and um, I draw upon it for the strength when I need it, when those days come that are just a little tough to handle and we move forward. And um, I'm so happy to see how successful you've become and um, tell us a little bit of how you kind of dealt with your grief and then from that grief you've just taken off from there. Yeah, you know, you do. And and there are the days that you pull the blanket up over your head and say, I'm not getting right. out of this bed. <laughs> you know, <laughs> right. really are. But um, doesn't it all just put it into perspective? And I think I can still pull from that experience, even though it's been a number of years now, because of that perspective and because... You know, you you go through tough times now, and and you say, wait a minute, I made it through that, and I didn't know half of what I know now, (laughs) right? Right. Absolutely. pull yourself up by your bootstraps. So, so yeah, you do, you pull from those things, and, uh, yeah, at the time I was working, you know, a great career at NBC Television here in Chicago, and, and yet boom, you know, you've got these problems of losing the person you love and the father of your children, Uh, but there's also the financial issues to face. And while I had a great career, let's face it, our our income was cut in half. And so that's, Josephine, when I really started studying universal law and my own faith and my own spirituality and the belief in law of attraction and the other universal laws. And I really started to believe that what I put out would be what I received back. And I think, yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. So it wasn't all about me. It was about helping others. It was about growth, spiritual growth. It was about, you know, connecting to source, to universe, to God, um, and, and being a great mom and getting outside of myself, you know, mm-hmm. and realizing, hey, it's not all about you. It's the best gift I could give myself, you know, during time of grief. That's not easy to do, but you do it. And uh, so with that belief, what, what happened was all of a sudden I started getting promotions in my job and, um, great, you know, things worked out. So, yeah, it was it was a really... Uh, life-turning event, obviously, for me. So, Marla, how did you transition? Like, when did you decide that you were going to go out on your own and start your own business? Yeah. So what happened, and this is kind of a a silly little story, Josephine, but when I was a little girl, my uh, brother-in-law used to be a night security guard at NBC Television. And he used to take me up there overnight, and I used to play in the halls of the warehouses and run down the empty corridors. And I always said, I'm going to live here when I grow up, you know. <laughs> right. And so I got this great job as a, as a temporary receptionist when I was only 19 or 20 years old at NBC, and, and I thought I'd retire from there. But 22 years later, things changed, and I was no longer happy. And even though this was my home, this was my security, it was my rock, it was my family, I left. Uh, because I didn't feel good about my experience there anymore. Hardest thing, I'll tell you. But I left, and without a job, without a plan, nothing. Wow. And I eventually found a job 
working for a mid-sized firm doing a startup division on web and kiosk development. And I think that was my first taste of entrepreneurialism because although I worked for a corporation, it was my baby. That's true. And I loved it for, for a while. It was kind of short-lived. It was a year and a half. And that's when I got the taste of working at home. And you know what? Once you get that, you're not you going back, it. right? <laughs> Absolutely. No long commutes to work anymore. Uh-huh. And I, I, I got into the habit of spending a lot of time in coffee houses and um, because I felt really creative there. I loved connecting to the people. Well, that's the... Yeah. Yeah. Mark, you know, hold hold that thought, and we'll be back in just a few minutes. I can't wait to hear more. (laughs) Okay. We'll be right back with more Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi, right after these on Toginet.com. Critical thinking in the real world. What does it take to get ahead and stay ahead of the curve in this ever-changing world around us? Critical thinking in the real world with Janet Hens. Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Central on Toginet. Starting November 4th, Janet Hens is a college instructor, speaker, writer, wife, and mother of three young children. She also has her Master's of Arts in writing from Johns Hopkins University. Janet began her career working for a congressman on Capitol Hill, then moved over to lobbying when he retired. It was through these jobs that she learned about the power of grassroots initiatives, media relations, and public speaking. And then she honed these skills when she became a college instructor. Today, she artfully balances work with full-time motherhood. In the show, Critical Thinking in the Real World, Janet will discuss hot topics and the critical thinking necessary to assess them. Her passion for education impacts her daily life and she'll share that in every show. Critical thinking in the real world with Janet Hens. Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Central starting November 4th on toginet.com The American Rock and Roll Now, this Saturday morning, we're going to count them down one more time from number 40 all the way to number one with the official Classic Hits Countdown, the American Rock and Roll Countdown. We'll count down the biggest hits of the 70s with interviews and artist information, news, weather, sports, you name it, we'll have it this Saturday morning, 9 o'clock Eastern, right here on Toginet for the American Rock and Roll Countdown. The American Rock and Roll Countdown on Toginet. Mind Matters is the show that dares to ask what's on your mind. Take this opportunity to join Dr. Larry Ross, clinical psychologist, and Joan Duhane, licensed clinical social worker, as they combined have over 50 years of experience in dealing with your mind. Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, only on Toginet Radio. Welcome back to Paying It Forward, the show dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful. As we discuss accomplishments, lessons learned, and sharing those ideas. Now, let's get back to Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi on toginet.com. Hi, everyone. It's Josephine again. And today I have Marla Tabaka, who is known as a Million Dollar Mindset Coach, and we were just discussing, um, I had just asked Mahler, so what made her decide to go out on her own and start her own business? So, Marla, it's all yours. 
Now, as I said, Josephine, I got a taste of that working from home, and once you get that bug, you just don't go back to corporate. And and uh, I had started hanging out in coffee houses a lot because I love the people and the culture and the community and creativity. And you know what? So I bought one. Oh, wow. Okay, that's interesting. Lots of us go to Starbucks, but we don't buy the coffee shop. Okay, tell us, Marla. Ah, it was so much fun, and and, and it was so much work. And in so many ways, it was this huge success, and in so many ways, it was a huge failure. (laughs) But (laughs) what it did for me, I mean, well, it did a lot for me, but, but it is it was my segue into coaching because oh, wow. it was really there that I nurtured my need to help others and to connect people. And I found out what a passion I have for that and how amazing people truly are. And during that time, I hired my own first coach, Steve Harrop. And mm-hmm. Steve is a business coach. And, you know, I realized what coaching, how it can enhance the life of an individual and, and what it can mean to especially an entrepreneur. Oh, and, that's just great. Yeah. 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 And, and so, you know, coaching, let's face it, it really didn't come into the limelight until the last few years. I've been coaching, I'm in my seventh year now, um, but prior to the fat bean, my coffee house, you know, coaching really hardly ever existed. And so it was my first introduction to it. And Steve helped me so much. And I saw so many things that he was doing that I loved and so many things that for me I would do differently. And so when we were done coaching, I said, you know, I want to do what you do when I grow up. (laughs) Oh, wow, that's amazing. (laughs) Yeah. And Steve turned into uh, probably the second uh, mentor that I've had in my life really made a difference, and he said, that's great because I think you'd be an amazing coach, <laughs> and that's I want to help you do it. So so that's how my life segued into coaching. I eventually sold the coffee house uh, because I started coaching while I had it, and I realized that coaching is my, my real passion, and I'm just so blessed with the entrepreneurs, the people that I get to meet, and the people who are in my life because of it. Oh, that's amazing, Marla. So, Marla, how does one go about, like, hiring a coach? Like, we have so many entrepreneurs out there probably listening, and they're probably saying to themselves, well, can I really do this on my own? Like, I know how to do my list of things to do. I'm an educated person. I have an experience. What is it that the coach does that will get that individual to the next level? Because I actually met some of your clients who have multi-million dollar businesses today and they really give you the credit for getting them <laughs> to that next level. They really do. Marla, if you only knew the way these women beam and they say, it's all my coach Marla. So, <laughs> so I would just love for you to just, you know, what's that turning point? What gets yeah. that entrepreneur to pick up that phone, call Marla Tabaka and say, Marla, I need you. You're so sweet. Well, you know, Josephine, I think that the way that I express it is that a woman, a woman's business really reflects the state of her inner soul and being. And 
we don't necessarily always look at that. We think, oh, we have to have our business plan in place. We have to know the route. We have to know where we're going. We have to, you know, do this and do that and put on this strong front. But we never look at us. We continue to be this strong individual who, who gives the appearance of not having a problem in the world. And I'll tell you what, that's just not reality. Mm-hmm. And so I think, you know, I like to say that I coach from the inside out because of that reflection of the inner soul. And then once the woman becomes in balance and in harmony with her life and herself and her business, the business will thrive because, let's face it, you're all brilliant, brilliant human beings. You know what to do. But doing it and, and um, tapping into those inner resources can be a whole different story. And I have never felt more alone than... Um, of course, when my husband died, but when I bought my coffee house, because here you are making decisions that affect not only you and your financial foundation, but the lives of a lot of other people. And what Steve did for me, the primary thing that Steve, my coach, did for me was help me to realize I'm not alone. And so having a coach in your life gives you someone who feels also accountable to you and your business. Because I think that's great. Yeah. Yeah, my success is your success, right? Because I want to help you succeed, and that's my job. And so, you know, I like to offer a free consultation, a free actual coaching session, because there's rapport that's important. And if it's not there, I recommend the people on to other coaches. So, resources for coaching. You know, go on the internet, do a search. Um, Ask other entrepreneurs, especially in organizations like Count Me In. Who's your coach? Can I have that coach's phone number? Marla, uh, I think they should just call Marla Tabaka <laughs> <laughs> is what I think. What is your website, Marla, that you know our audience can come to you? Because I really think you're just an amazing person. Oh, thank you, Josephine. I'm at MarlaTabaka.com. And that- uh, it's, it's easy to find me out there. And Again, female entrepreneurs, that's just my passion. I think it's great. Yeah, I'm telling you, Marla, I think it's fabulous. I just love the idea that you had said, you know, as an entrepreneur and especially as an inventor, we have ideas that that pop into our, our heads all the time. It's like I can't tell you how many inventions I can come up with in about an hour. Right. The idea to have a coach that I can actually call and just say, okay, Marla, these are all the ideas that popped into my head. Can you bring me down to reality? What, what, which um, ideas do I have that could actually make me money and ring the cash register? And which ideas should I like toss out the window? I just love the idea of having a sounding board. Yeah. Yes. And, you know, coaching is not consulting. There's a difference there. Your coach won't necessarily tell you what to do. Now, in my case, I've worked with female entrepreneurs for many years, so I do know a lot of the answers, and I'm not going to make somebody um, go around in circles to find uh, functional answers. Uh, So I do have a lot of information for my clients. However, um, saying it out loud, talking to somebody, oftentimes what happens when you're talking to your coach is the answers just fall into place. Because there is no other place where you can have that 
sounding board in a place where it's all about you. It's, it's not right. about what anyone else thinks. It's all about you. And so in coaching, you often come to your own, your own center and your own answers, and that's the miracle of coaching. So you're right. Having somebody to springboard these things off of and to put them into perspective, and I write about that a lot in my Inc. Magazine column online, you know, these fantastic ideas. As an entrepreneur, your mind mm-hmm. is reeling. It's creative. It's beautiful. <laughs> it's expansive. It's endless. And, and it's so fun. But that is the number one thing that stops an entrepreneur dead in their tracks. Right. That they're overwhelmed with these incredible ideas and don't know where to begin and can't say no. <laughs> well, Marla, I think you're so right about that. That big N-O word is so hard for so many of us to say. But I, I would love to share something that uh, we talked about recently. And it was, um, I remember that you were saying that you help your clients make decisions. And I loved how you handled it, that you were saying a lot of times the left brain works a certain way, the right brain works another way. And you said that a lot of times when you get your clients to write things down in order just to see their thoughts on paper, how it helps them have a clearer picture on making a decision. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Absolutely. That's part of my what I call my life map process, which includes process mapping uh, in a way that suits the entrepreneur. As entrepreneurs, we most of us tend to have a very, very um, significant right brain thought pattern, which means that creative um, emotional side comes out. We love to emote. We love to express our ideas and our thoughts and, <laughs> and, you know, just go crazy with them. And that's what makes us beautiful brains, right? Absolutely. Um, yeah. And then slowing down and putting these thoughts on paper or on a vision board or writing them on your wall on sticky notes and moving those sticky notes around is something we don't take the time to do necessarily. We don't get out of our head enough because that right brain is just going, here I am, here I am. (laughs) And the left brain is going, whoa, slow down. This won't work. Danger, danger, you know. And so going through a process, and I, I like to express that there is no one right way of doing things. All of us think differently. All of us have different learning styles. And it's important to tap into your learning style. I have people who have to work in an Excel spreadsheet and write all their ideas down and write down, you know, the mm-hmm. pros and the cons. And, and then I have people who need a big piece of paper and to get on the floor with markers and draw pictures and, and think that way. And I have people who love whiteboards and people who use sticky notes and people who walk in the woods and record their thoughts and listen back to them. And so a part of coaching is to really bring out who are you, how do you think, what do you respond to, how do you see these ideas as they evolve, which ones do you put on hold, which ones do you act on. And I help the clients do that, any good coach does. And it's an integral part of of coaching, it's very important. So, yeah, putting them into perspective, knowing what fits into the plan. 
I mean, this is great, Marla. What great information. I would love after our break to come back and talk a little bit more about vision boards and maybe your life map process. So we'll be back shortly. We'll be right back with more Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi right after these on toginet.com. Inspiring women to be true to themselves. Get ready for Tracy Porter Radio on toginet.com. 2 p.m. Central, Wednesdays, starting November 4th. Tracy Porter, lifestyle, home and fashion designer. Inspiring women from all over the world with their fashionably eclectic goods, savvy tips, style advice, and encouraging spirit. TracyPorter.com is home to her designer products and voice to thousands of women who flock to Tracy's daily blog for a daily dose of pure Tracy. And now she's coming to Toginet. All of Tracy's enchanting goods can be found at TracyPorter.com and her nationally sought-after mail catalog, Tracy Porter. Plus, you can find her here on Toginet. Tracy's awards, appearances, and accolades are too numerous to mention here. So, ladies, you've just got to come to be inspired, too. With Tracy Porter Radio, inspiring women to be true to themselves, to let their passions lead. Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Central, starting November 4th, on toginet.com. Get a jump on what your preschool kids need to know with Let's Get Ready for Kindergarten from Stacy Cannonberg. A mom told me this is the book I've been looking for. This book gives me all the information I need about what my kids need to know. And a private school admissions director said this is exactly what we test on. Google it, get it, and get ahead. Let's Get Ready for Kindergarten. Applauded and approved by parents and educators. Let's Get Ready for Kindergarten is a state-approved teaching tool. On sale now, in stores, or online at cedarvalleypublishing.com. Welcome back to Paying It Forward, the show dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful as we discuss accomplishments, lessons learned, and sharing those ideas. Now, let's get back to Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi on toginet.com. Hi, everyone. It's Josephine again, and we have Marla Tabaka, the Million Dollar Mindset Coach, and we were just discussing something that I'm so fascinating fascinated with as an entrepreneur the concept of creating a vision board or a life map process as marla calls it so marla let's just um talk a little bit more about that i know you already talked a little bit um but let's expand on that if we can absolutely um creating a vision board is to me a really important part of the process and the life map process as i call my process has a, a lot of different pieces in it. This is only one. So one of the first things I do with my clients once we really get to know each other and we've talked about the business and what needs to be put in place there and we really start working on the entrepreneur is I have them explore their values. What's really important to you? What's the most important thing in your life that you could absolutely positively not live without? And we go through... And we explore the top ten values and, and especially the top three. And I'll tell you what, Josephine, when you're in adherence with those values, then your life is in balance and everything else just works itself out. And so from there, we work on law of attraction principles, energy principles, um, faith principles, and, you know, alongside of the business. And... One of the things that I suggest to clients who are open to it 
And that's the key again. You know, I don't push any of this on, on clients. Clients who are open to it create their vision board. And why is that? Because energy is such a critical piece of who we are. And I like to say it's akin to dialing the radio station. You know, if, if you really, 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 really don't like um, rap music mm-hmm. and your energy is kind of low, you're, you're in a state of fear, depression, even hatred, anxiety, and your energy is low, you're the radio station and you're dialed into the frequency of rap music. And so what are you going to attract into your life? A lot of rappers, you know, and that's not yeah. what you want in your life. But if you really, really love country western and, you're, and your energy raises and, and you work on that frequency, then you're going to be tuned into country western and you're going to be attracting that kind of energy into your life. So a vision board is a great tool to help us step into the energy that we desire. So when we have pictures on, on, on a big poster or we have a computer collage or, or pictures on our wall or whatever that remind of us of what we desire to have in our life, and I'm not talking all tangible things. I'm talking about, you know, your health and your connection to others and uh, your spirituality and, and, you know, everything, the whole, the whole wheel of life, then we can step into that energy and feel that sensation and it raises our energy so we can attract things like that into our life. I think that's amazing, Marla. And, you know, it reminds me of the book, The Secret. Yeah. Uh, when I was reading The Secret, I don't know if it happened to anybody else out there, but that law of attraction blew my mind because I would drive into a parking lot that absolutely was filled to the brim, and I would say to myself, the law of attraction, the law of attraction, and as I'd be steering the car, I'd go to the front of the line and by golly, a car uh, space would open up, and there I would pull in, and I'd remind myself the law of attraction. And, you know, as an entrepreneur, I think you're so right. We have to just have that positive energy and surround ourselves by positive people because I really think the more positive energy that comes about, the more successful we're going to be. And um, I think that's great. So, I, I'm so happy that you told us about the vision board, Marla. I think that's going to help a lot of people. But may you know, I, I ha- uh, Josephine? May I share my one law of attraction story very quickly? Because I, think I it's would love that. <laughs> when sure, I did sure. my first vision board, I, I uh, was working in my coffee house, and I was in a desperate financial state, and I needed ten thousand dollars to keep the doors open for another month. And uh, so I, I went to work with my spiritual sense, and I started meditating and doing all these things. And I drew a woman's hand handing me a $10,000 check, handing my hand a $10,000 check. And in two days, a woman walked into the coffee house, said she wanted to rent my conference room, and I said, you know what, I'm closing next month. And she said, oh, no, you're not. What do you need? And she handed me a $10,000 check. I have goosebumps, Marla. <laughs> I truly have goosebumps because I, I believe in those things. And, yeah. you know, if it's never happened to you, I can understand why people would say, oh, you know, that really couldn't have happened. 
But when something out of the norm happens, it's just chilling. So I'm so happy you got that $10,000, Marla, <laughs> even though you still don't have that coffee shop. It probably helped you get to where you are today. So, all right. So, Marla, we've got the vision board going on, which is great. But, you know, lots of times I just see that um, I am one of those visual people where I bought a, a whiteboard and once I put something on that whiteboard, I will do everything to be able to cross it off. So it really has helped me tremendously actually make little steps turn into big steps. So I'm thrilled about that. But like, can you give some advice to our entrepreneurs how, um, how to get their list of things to do? Like, how can we get from, from point A to point B, how can we really concentrate? I know that those companies that bring their businesses to the next level do it in baby steps. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, absolutely. And there's a free audio download on my website, and I only mention that because I think it will really help people who feel like, wow, I've just got too much to do and too few resources to do it. Um, so there's that. I think the number one step, Josephine, is clarity and okay. really prioritizing uh, your tasks. When you have the big picture goal in mind, you know, ask yourself the question over and over when, when, you're, when you're confronted with a task and you're not sure about it, how does this contribute to the big picture goal? And if finances are an issue, I always say, how does this contribute to the bottom line? And if the answer is this does not contribute to the bottom line, then it needs to go on a back burner when you're in, you're in a financial way that you really need to get the money coming in. Um, so prioritizing the clarity. Um, and I'm a big believer of scheduling tasks and of blocking out times to do those tasks. So, for instance, um, in, in my life, Friday is blocked out. I don't see clients on Fridays, and I schedule my tasks. Friday morning, I make all the contacts I need to do and return all the emails, and then um, the rest of the day is really strictly devoted toward marketing and um, my online resources and such. I have a client who is great about Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday mornings from um, 10 until 1. All she does is sales calls. Now, the key to that success is that she turns off her email and doesn't oh, wow. accept any incoming calls during that time. A mm -hmm. uh, very fascinating point is that the human brain is capable of focusing on um, intense tasks for two hours at a time. Every okay. time you interrupt, you're looking at a minimum of 15 minutes for that brain to refocus, regather, and start again. And so you're taking these huge chunks out of that two hours. And so while women are queen at multitasking, mm -hmm. there's a time we have to turn that off because it's to our detriment. Turn off the multitasking. It wastes, get this number, Josephine, it wastes up to 40% of our time. Wow, that's amazing. I never in a million years would have ever thought that, Marla. But I absolutely love what you just said about blocking out specific times during the week 
that during those two hours, this is exactly what I'm going to work on. That is your priority. And I bet you by the end of the week, you're getting so much more accomplished. You will become up to, depending on what your current habits are, up to 40% more productive. And it's, it's a pretty amazing process. And again, it's to be tweaked in, in the way you work great with a whiteboard, Josephine. And so you put the day's tasks on a whiteboard and you prioritize them. You turn off the phones. You turn off email. You schedule a time into that day to listen to your voicemail and to return emails. That's very important um, that you do that throughout the day, but in scheduled time blocks. Okay, and uh, really closing your virtual door and achieving what you need to achieve and blocking out everything else. Now, you can't do that eight hours a day every day. There right. needs to be blocks during the week when you can do that. Yeah. yeah. So, Marla, being a mom yourself and running your own business from home, like what advice, what's like your absolute best piece of advice that you have for moms out there, there are so many moms. I'm part of the Mom Entrepreneur Group with Tracy Bisson. It's an incredible support group. And um, one of the things that just came up this week was one of the moms had said, oh, my gosh, I'm so stressed. My Her four-year-old was giving her a hard time. She was trying to, you know, she's got under um, a financial crunch, if you want to say that, with the holidays coming and everything. And her husband was doing the best that he could do, but she was feeling really stressed out. I wonder if you have just like, how do you handle that, Marla? Yeah, and I started working from home when my kids were, oh, 12 or 13. And, you know, what are we good at? What are mothers good at? We're great at guilt, right? Yes. (laughs) So when we have to tell our kids, no, I'm busy right now, go you know, go watch TV, go play, go outside, whatever. Oh, that guilt just compounds, and it and it weighs us down, and we're back to that energy thing again. Negative emotions like that weigh us down and make us less productive, less loving, and um, certainly less happy. And so I would encourage moms who have young children at home and, and who are working from home to, again, look at that schedule and you know, I, I talked to somebody on the phone a few weeks ago, and she was coaching the client, and her small children kept coming into the room, and I heard things like, no, honey, mommy's busy right now. Go away. No, honey, you can't be in here right now. Go away. Right. And so what message does that send to the child, and what message does it send to mom? Um, so I encourage moms to uh, support one another, Share in in childcare swaps. Schedule in that time. Get you know teenagers into the house to play with the children, and and actually the the time then that you're going to be able to be with your kids is real quality time, and not no honey go away you can't be here right now. Oh, that's such great advice, Marla. I I'm just thrilled with that advice as a mom myself trying to run my own business. But um, we have our last segment of Paying It Forward coming right up, and we have lots more lessons to uh, pass on to you. So we'll be right back. We'll be right back with more Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi right after these on toginet.com. 
Being frugal doesn't mean being cheap, and the Frugalitarian is here to show you how. Jody Olson is the Frugalitarian on Togedown, 3 p.m. Central, Wednesdays. This is the art of great living. It's just a matter of time before people start asking you to tell them your secrets to better style, bargains on food, home decor, and clothing. Your wants don't have to change, just how you acquire what you want. On the Frugalitarian, it's an uncommon mix of style, fashion-savvy, and earth-friendly, showing you great taste, great style, and great ideas for finding everything you want for nearly nothing. I'm speaking from experience. I live on a beautiful farm where I take care of sheep and do a few light farm chores for extremely low rent. For more clever ideas on how to waste not and totally want not, go to thefrugalitarian.com. Join us every week for more information on how you can live better for less with Jody Olson. It's The Frugalitarian, Wednesdays at 3 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Celebrate Green is coming to Toginet, Wednesdays at noon Central Time, starting November 4th. The mother-daughter team of Lynn and Corey will have you going green and loving it at no time at all. As heard on Martha Stewart and Disney Radio and seen blogging for HGTV, Lynn Colwell and Corey Colwell-Lipsum are unapologetic evangelists for greening every aspect of life, especially holidays and celebrations. Based on their book, Celebrate Green, they're putting the meaning in the greening with their simple, fun, eco-friendly, affordable ideas. From their start with green Halloween to tips, tricks, ideas, and projects for every holiday, you'll love Celebrate Green. You can check them out online, too, at CelebrateGreen.net and GreenHalloween.org for more information, the newsletter, the blogs, places to shop, cool extras, and so much more. So get ready to Celebrate Green, the radio show with Lynn and Corey, Wednesdays at noon Central Time, starting November 4th on Toginet.com. Welcome back to Paying It Forward, the show dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful as we discuss accomplishments, lessons learned, and sharing those ideas. Now, let's get back to Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi on toginet.com. Hi, Marla. So it's Josephine again, and I was just giggling to myself during our last break, and um, I was just thinking about a challenge as a mom entrepreneur that I experienced just on Monday. You know, um, my babysitter couldn't come in on Monday, so it was me and my three kids. And um, it was early. It was four in the evening, and I was frying up some chicken cutlets and making dinner for the kids, and my phone rang. And I said, oh, gosh, it's probably somebody busy, so uh, somebody important. So no matter how much I told my kids, please let mommy just answer this phone. I'll do anything you want. As soon as I get off the phone, just give me a minute. So I answered the phone and it was a really, really important call that I'm happy that I answered on the one hand, but Marla, I had the kids in the background screaming. I had my chicken cutlets burning. (laughs) And my question to you, Marla, I was pulling out my hair and I didn't really know whether I did the right thing, but what I did do, you know, I was talking to, of course it had to be like the chair chairperson of the company and right off the bat I said I I must apologize right up front I have my three children here I don't have anybody here so if you hear the children in the background please excuse that and I proceeded to go forward with my business conversation my question Mala is like was that the right thing to do should I have said that or I mean what do you do what do other moms what are we supposed to do when we have you know two kids hanging on each leg 
and we're probably holding an infant and we're trying to run our business at the same time. <laughs> oh, Josephine, you just described <laughs> such a common scenario and you did exactly the right thing. You did exactly the right thing. You know what? You're a mompreneur with young kids and this is a growing, wonderful, wonderful area, especially in this country. And what you just said reminded me of one of my favorite books that I really want to recommend to especially inventor mompreneurs uh, called The Mommy Millionaire, written by Kim Levine. I loved it. I read it cover to cover, Paula. It's an incredible book. Of course, I had to read it after I invented my products and got it on the shelves, and I was banging my head in the myself in the head saying, gosh, if I only had this book before... But it's an incredible book, so I recommend it also. Good, good. Yeah, absolutely. And Kim talks about that and, and how she came full circle from shushing her kids to saying, you know what, kids, go all out. I'm a mompreneur, and they're either going <laughs> to love it or not, right? I said more power to you mompreneurs with young ones out there. It's fabulous, and you did just the right thing, Josephine. Well, we have to make decisions sometimes based on that. And I have to tell them, tell you, Mala, when my kids were sick just a couple of weeks ago, I literally had to make a makeshift bed in my office. I literally took the top to a, a twin bed, the mattress, lugged it down the stairs, put it in my on the floor in my office. My husband came home. He thought it was absolutely nuts. But you know what? I had my child right here. He slept the whole entire time. I had him all cuddled up, cozy, on the floor in my office. And you know what? I was able to do my work. He felt secure. And you know what? Sometimes we got to do what we got to do. <laughs> well, and that's what makes us such fabulous, creative entrepreneurs is that we, by nature, are so resourceful. I mean, that was really resourceful. <laughs> Yeah, we got to do it. But it's kind of it's kind of funny. But Marla, I have to tell you, and I am sure there are so many other, you know, moms out there that feel the same way. You know, I had a career on Wall Street before. I was a true go-getter. I worked 14-15 hours a day if I really needed to get myself to the next level in my career. So I did whatever it took. As a mom with the three young kids, I have to tell you, sometimes I get frustrated that with my product lovies, I mean, whereas, you know, we all define success in a different way, sometimes I'm so hard on myself and say, gosh, it took me five years and I'm not where I thought I would be. And then other days I just sit back and say to myself, you know what, I'm going to get where I want to be. It's just going to take a little longer. And if it takes a little longer and I have a happy family in the meantime, then I think it's worth all the little bit of sacrificing that we have to do to get there. Have you experienced the same thing? Yeah, it certainly does take longer if you're serving a very strong value, and that is being a great parent and, and your family value. And I think that that's something that we have to look at from the very beginning is realistic time frames and not setting ourselves up to fail, Josephine. Uh, you know, yeah. create goals that you know you can achieve and to be not, you know, not to be overly aggressive in those goals during times when, you know, summer vacation or what have you. You've got to serve that top value of being with your family and having time that you all enjoy and schedule that in to your long-term plan. It's got to be a part of it. 
I think that's great, great advice. Um, Marla, what kind of advice do you have for the entrepreneur out there just getting ready with all of the holiday chaos? I mean, I would love to see what you, you know, what you might be able to suggest, you know, as far as preparing for the holidays and maybe like you said, just not setting our goals up so, so high in the next couple of weeks so we can actually sit back and relax because we know family is number one. And my whole thing is it's all about making memories with our children and our family. So it's just very, very hard balancing it all. What if you- it really is, and I think that acceptance is the key to that, Josephine. I can tell you that when I started um, my own coaching practice and uh, during the months of December and, and part of January, even November, you know, my practice would fall off. People would stop coaching, and I would panic and think, oh, my goodness, my, my business is collapsing, and uh, that, that so wasn't true. People were just kind of taking a hiatus to be with their family, and so, as it, you know, it probably took three years for me to, duh, realize that. <laughs> but once I <laughs> right. did, and I had that acceptance and I could plan for it, then I was okay with it. And so planning that time into your business is important. Allowing yourself that time without guilt is critical. Without guilt, that's the key. And, and to, to say, you know, this needs to be my time now. And if you surround yourself, Josephine, with, with the right kind of resources, if you have a virtual assistant um, or, or whatever the right resources for you are, then it really shouldn't be a problem because if your business is working the way it, it ought to be working, um, it can work in your absence. So I think a- that's great. Yeah. Marla, you know, um, I, I think that's wonderful, wonderful advice. So um, I was also just thinking about something when you were just saying, you know, your business can run in your absence. You know, I actually went to a Count Me In um, seminar sometime late September. It was an incredible moving event. And one thing that I came away with was that um, they were saying as entrepreneurs, it's so, so important to try not to work in your business, but to work on your business. And it was such a powerful statement that I just came home and thought about it and thought about it. And I just feel that it's helped me so much in just the past couple of months where what that means to me is that when my computer system went down, yes, I'm capable of figuring it out and trying to, you know, get all of my, you know, get my assistant back up and running. But I decided it was not worth my time, that I would call in a computer professional to come in and just get my computer back up and running so that I could spend time doing other things that would actually be more beneficial to my business. But what are your thoughts about that, Marla? Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's that's the e-myth mastery coaching that, that I coach by is, working on your business instead of in your business. And the question I pose to my clients, Josephine, when they come back to me and say, but I can't afford help, is this. If you had, let's say, 15 hours a week where you could do nothing but market, talk about, and promote your business, how fast could you impact the bottom line? How long would it take you to really make a difference, have an impact on that bottom line? And the answer is usually, well, pretty fast, but I don't have 15 hours a week. 
And so the investment into resources like what you're talking about, you know, putting that out there to the experts who will take a small amount of time to do what would have cooped you up in your office 24 hours to, to achieve is critical and will come back to you tenfold very, very quickly. I have a virtual assistant who does the things that I shouldn't be doing. And wow. I can take that few hours a week and market my business, work with my clients and, and do the things that I need to do to grow my business, work on my products and take my business to the next level. It's important to realize that and to let go. Uh, that's probably the key. Um, that's probably the key, Marla, because it's just so important. I think I've gotten a little better about that. And you know what? My goal is to actually hire people that are smarter than me. And it's, it's really working out great. Like I hired an accountant and I know how to do booking, bookkeeping. I've done it for people. I've gotten paid to do yep. it before, but you know what? I just don't have the time. And quite frankly, Mala, I don't even like doing it. So I've decided I'm just going to um, hire somebody that's better than me. And I couldn't have picked a better accountant. And I, I can't tell you the weight lifted off my shoulders yeah. that just went right out the window. And I was so, so happy um, the day that I had hired my accountant. Yeah. And um, yeah. it frees me up, like you said, to do the things that I really enjoy doing. Yeah. Critical. Great awareness, girl. <laughs> <laughs> We're trying one step at a time, right, Mom? You got it. <laughs> but um, I think we actually shared a lot of lessons that we've learned, and I am just so, so thrilled. You were an amazing, amazing guest, Marla. I have to thank you so much. I want to make sure that anybody out there listening, if you were ever thinking about having a business coach, I think Marla Tabaka is your woman. <laughs> and um, I'm telling you, because Marla, I still, when I think about standing in that room at that Count Me In seminar and seeing your clients stand there, and they were saying that they had $350,000 in sales, and they went to $8.5 million. And she credits you because she credits her coach. I mean, I'm applauding. So thank you so, them. so much, Marla. I mean, um, you're an amazing woman. And I just think you're going to help so, so many people out there. So um, I, think, I think we've done a great job today. And... I just want to thank you again, Marla, for taking time out of your busy schedule to be with us and to share your knowledge in paying it forward. So fun. Thank you. Thank you for being a part of Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi on Togginet.com. This show is dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful. Each week we'll be discussing accomplishments, lessons 